The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me, my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is up, sir? It's been a, been a while. We didn't record last week. We did not record last week. I wonder kind of how many bitch. people thought we gave up after our <laughs> political episode. Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I got so many messages. Really? So fucking many messages. Oh my god. Uh, we we got nothing but positive feedback on our yeah. like our phone number and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, everything everything was for the most part positive. For the most part though. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, everything was pretty good. But it was a lot a lot of feedback. So That'll probably be the last political episode that we do <laughs> here on the Ectoplasm Show. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. We needed to get, you know. Maybe we did. Maybe we needed that. I don't know. I was also, oh. like, um, barely awake. So I feel like some of the things I said wasn't necessarily co- <laughs> coherent. I don't know. I don't know if I came off the way I wanted to come off on some of the things I said, but I'm not worried about it. I, think I don't did care. Well people think but no i think you did well it was good it was good. um but i will read some of the feedback we got some of the text we got oh cool yeah actually i read all the text we got i'm okay. not gonna like hide anything yeah so um face steak in all capital letters face steak uh think of the possibilities it's yeah. marketing magic honey yeah. herd ham chili Ooh. con coopsick <laughs> transcendence flavor <laughs> This is the best. I love it. Okay. We cool. can use El, El Yucateco in the chili con coopsic for we sure. Could, for sure. <laughs> oh, chili con coopsic. I can't even say it. <laughs> chili con coopsic. Jeepers. Uh, okay. We got a text from Shaggy, who actually oh, I talked to on the phone over the weekend briefly. Nice. Um, he says, yo, gentlemen, I'm almost finished with your last episode, and it's awesome. I really love the back and forth, the different opinions, but I definitely have to agree that this year is not going to get just fizzle out and die. It's going to go out with an explosion and blow us right into 2021, and it ain't going to be good. And yes, I realize I said blow us. <laughs> I stand by my words. I stand by it. I, I'll allow it. <laughs> I mean, what do we got? Like two weeks now? Two weeks for the end of the year here? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Two weeks. Um, here's another text. In regards to recent the recent ectoplasm show, if Josh whips out his dick and pisses on me, as long as I'm wearing a leather gimp mask, it's all good. No need <laughs> to shame the incontinent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he goes on to say hilarious uh, just listen to the recent recent the ectoplasm <laughs> show hilarious. he must have texted the first thing before he really got into the meat of the episode uh, okay okay 
that Brandon guy is fired up. I had the anthrax shot before Desert Storm. Yeah. Bear asked it in front of the Navy corpsman yep, who yep. probably liked it. And right down the line <laughs> with needles, he went poking our hard and firm Marine Corps asses. <laughs> also, we had some trial pills we took prior to the war starting in January of 91. Uh, it says, if you missed a dosage, do not double up. Oh. Had some dumb fuck do exactly that, doubled his dosage and fucked him up had to man. get shipped off to local makeshift hospital oh man that sucks it's crazy oh and crazy. then the next text was uh me messing with my friend so oh okay <laughs> all right <laughs> we had something weird so um i i haven't checked uh to see if we got any any bad reviews on itunes uh because of our sh- episode or not but hmm. i um, so I was supposed to go to Colorado over the weekend, but that yes. did not happen. Right. And that did not happen. So we were going to leave at four o'clock in the morning on Friday. Right. Right. To go look for aliens and ghosts. And I knew this even like, I think the first time I mentioned it to you, I mentioned the possibility of it's either going to be 65 and warm or it's going to be a blizzard. True. Um, so it's watching this the weather up until like, I couldn't I couldn't sleep very well the night before I woke up at like one o'clock and I checked the weather and it was oh, two wow. hours before I was supposed to get up and it turned into a winter weather advisory out there with up to six inches of snow Jesus. blowing snow and though it, that wasn't supposed to happen until Saturday afternoon um, oh. we didn't want to just spend one night out there and we also didn't want to get stuck out there though we had four-wheel drive vehicle yeah it it's not a maintained road that we were planning on like part of like the where we were going was a gravel road but it was a maintained gravel road but they don't plow um right but the part we were going to camp in was down a dirt two-track trail that we were going to drive down and oh. we didn't want to get stuck back in there. Um, even though it would only take like a couple hours to hike out. Sure. We didn't want to risk it. Plus, it's actually a very good thing for my buddy Larry that we didn't end up out there. Why is that? Because he was wholly unprepared. <laughs> um, what do you so mean? So my friend Eric what do and my friend Larry. Larry hasn't been so much. But I've been friends with Eric for like. 25 years larry i've been friends with for about 10 years and but we haven't really done he hasn't really done much outdoorsy stuff with me okay but eric has but um larry wasn't necessarily eric is the type of guy that questions everything he does and looks to me for those answers which is fine i'm fine like that's kind of how i am with a lot of people but when it comes to the outdoor stuff this time i told both of them that be a man (laughs) <laughs> Figure out what you need for yourself to you. and bring man. your food, bring whatever you need. You need to learn. That's basically, <laughs> you know, it was a learning teachy, teachable moment. Um, and Larry failed. Damn like, it. We went camping here and we had to leave at one o'clock in the morning because yeah. he was not prepared for that. <laughs> um, he, he, it's also 
it's his fault, but it's not a hundred percent his fault. Part of it is so he bought yeah. a small tent that wasn't even really long enough for how tall he is. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a tall and drink the, of water. The tent itself off the ground, which was only like three and a half feet high, which is fine if you're laying down, but he bought a cot that was a foot and a half high with oh. a pad on top. Oh. So there was no way it was fitting in the tent he bought. No. He should just like and, use the tent as a blanket at that point. But at least <laughs> this time he had a tent. So he also has this thing where he trusts what his dad gives him. Okay. is what it's supposed to be. The first time we went out to Colorado, his dad <laughs> gave him a tent yeah. that ended up being you know, one of those screen awnings you put over a picnic table when he opened it up. Oh. Um, so in that time, it was September, and it wasn't very cold, and we yeah. didn't end up sleeping in them anyways. This time, my, his dad gave him a sleeping bag Said it was his, you know, twenty degree sleeping bag, so he should be fine. Well, we get out there here in, ta- you know, about an hour south of here, yeah. actually in Kansas City. He pulls out this sleeping bag, and it's like they make sleeping bags this size for that, to, like when it's in the the package for for that kind of weather. But they aren't cheap. Oh yeah, and for I sure. pull it out. This was a child's. Oh, no. summer sleeping bag. Oh, so it no. came up just above his waist. <laughs> it was super thin. So he Damn. was going to sleep in the car. So at like one o'clock in the morning, we were planning on staying all weekend. Yeah, like one, yeah. one or 12 o'clock at night or one o'clock in the morning, I texted him and I was like, because we were planning on doing stuff the next day. I said, if you're not going to sleep, there's no point in staying. We were only an hour from home, right, so we right. just packed up and came back. So <laughs> he is not allowed to buy or prepare for anything. That includes anything we do, not just outdoor so, stuff, without my approval. I was just going to say, I think you need to come up with a checklist, and you need to be the one that's like checking this over. Yeah, I gave I, <laughs> I gave them their shot, and let, you know, Eric yeah, yeah. seemed to do fine. He had all the stuff he needed. Um Though we only we didn't even last one night, so who knows? But Larry would have died out there. In it's Colorado. quite possible. Yeah, it's quite possible. Because it was the you know it was supposed to get down into the teens, yes. And then with the wind chill, it was going to be close to like negative eight, negative ten. Jesus God, that's cold. Um, it's twelve so degrees right back. now, and I'm freezing my ass off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on. We're planning on you know we got our sights set on it still. So hell yeah. Uh, hopefully we get back out there we're looking at february but yeah so that that was my weekend and that's why i couldn't record thursday night because they came over thursday night around the time we would have recorded and we loaded up the car yeah yeah it was a crazy week though i mean you know just kind of how it is i guess we don't have any new reviews on we don't i just checked we don't have any new Um, reviews we do have eight one star ratings and but I don't but they did I don't know if those are new or if those are old. I think the majority if, of those are uh, old. I don't know for sure. But I, would I know say that, that several of them are, but I don't yeah. know if it was eight of them the last time I looked. Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> still we still have like four point five out of five stars here on the But so what I was getting to yeah. was my last text on the way out to where we ended up going on Larry's car on his um Bluetooth 
we were switching through playing some YouTube stuff, and all of a sudden, something weird popped up on the description. There's no sound. Ooh. It was with Larry's phone, but I was actually controlling Larry's phone. I had it in my hands, so, and I checked his browser history, and it didn't come from his phone. It was a weird glitch. It said Chatterbait, Eric. And Eric was one of the guys in the car, and Chatterbait is like a... Um, Why have I heard like, that term? Yeah. It is a kind of like a two-way... It's it's like a cam girl website, but you're supposed to like talk to each other. Apparently, I don't get it. Like, what do you do? I, it's like a like a dating website. It's then it's like a dating website, okay. but more of like um, porn dating. Uh, oh. I'm sure I've never been on there, but my guess is is it advertised itself as you guy in your basement can chat. With hot girl on the other end and see each oh, other. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. But, uh, but that was a YouTube ad. That was a fucking YouTube ad that came through. The guy in the basement to pay money. Oh, uh, it's probably what it is. So but, that came up on YouTube so, then. Like, well, I was playing stuff on YouTube and then like there was a glitch and the the music stopped playing and it said on his screen, "Chatterbait, Eric." Wow. So we. So Eric, he's um. He's a weird dude, and he uh, he embarrasses super easily when it comes to oh, sexual no. kind of stuff. Oh, so we no. gave him shit the entire <laughs> night about it, and I texted him a link to Chatterbait from our ectoplasm oh, show number to man. freak him out. Oh shit! Because he was freaked out too. Because oh. he was it was weird. We don't know what happened, but it did say his name. That is weird, man. I love it. It's crazy, bro. So what was some of the messages you got? You don't have to read them, but what was the gist of them? The majority of them was like, hey, just listened. Good episode. Very similar to like what uh, what Shaggy said, right? I enjoyed the back and forth, right? It was good to hear another perspective. It was good to hear this. It was good to hear that. You know what I mean? Um, It was things like that. There was was a couple others that were more... uh, what I would consider more negative in nature. Yeah. Well, I uh, figured that was coming. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything like "fuck you, burning hell." You know, all this stuff. It wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I think it was okay. I think it was okay. So I posted the day after, and this will be the extent of any political we get into. I'm not going to get into political, but I do want to come clean about something. Ooh. And I posted go. it. So that the, when we released the episode, I posted a thing in uh, on Facebook saying, um, I don't even remember what it said. Let me, let me look it up real quick. Okay. Um, just take me a second because it's just our post about the episode. Yeah, I posted something saying, you know, um, let me find it. Oh, I said we get super political on this week's episode of the Ectoplasm Show. We welcome Brandon Callahan back on to dive deep in the state of things. I said I, Jason, was super exhausted, and we actually had not planned this episode at all. It just happened, so some it of did, my brain-to-mouth yeah. connections were affected, and words were escaping me. So honestly, some of what I said didn't come out exactly. As I wanted it, but in order to express my real stance on a few of the things talked about, 
If you don't want to listen because you are not interested in a political episode, we completely understand, but we believe in open debate without having to censor ourselves on Ecto and feel the episode holds true to that. Yeah. We don't sure. have to agree with each other to remain friends, and we definitely do not have to agree to believe that the other is still a good person and has Stay to woke, trust bitches. no one. Is what I posted, and I I actually edited it because the previous saying at the end said I told a little white lie in that episode, and that I would come clean on the next episode oh, about so the little white lie. What happened here? What did you What did you so say? So when you specifically asked me about how I feel when I go in to vote, <laughs> I I lied about that because you don't vote. Is that what you're saying? Because I don't vote, and what? I didn't want what? I didn't want what? the conversation <laughs> Hang to. On turn to that and i have a good reason why i don't vote because i can't consciously select one of those people i am shocked i, I am <laughs> fucking shocked right now yeah okay we'll get into that at some other point we can get into there. that some other point and i i yeah. understand why people i think i understand why i didn't why. bring it up i right. didn't want the conversation to turn to that i honestly i think i know why already probably but yeah we're not going to get into it right now I mean, I, honestly, if if I really thought about it, I, I know that there's other options out there. You can vote for other people. There's other oh, people on the ballot. Of course. Kanye. And, Kanye. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I, the last couple of elections, I haven't been able to bring myself to pick anything. Yeah. So that's why. It makes but that's sense. my little white lie. I see. I see. That's nah, smart, though. Not to get into it. So, my friend, what the effing fuck is going on with like all the UFO stuff? What is what is going what is going on? What is going on with all the UFO stuff lately? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Well, yeah. Oh my it's god! In our face. The other day, the other day, there was this guy, this fucking weird guy on YouTube or whatever. He made a video of somebody else's YouTube video. Right? Because, I mean, that's just kind of how this works, I guess. I don't know. But regardless, this lady, whoever made the original video, is uh, apparently she's like on all of this, I don't know, like all these weird sky cam things, these, you know, that are like live streaming constantly. She's watching them all the time. I don't know if she's just bored or, or what. Um, but she posted this video. And it was a video from the ISS, okay? So a video feed from the ISS. And what's going on is so weird because, like, you see all of these different things. And, I mean, they're zipping by the camera. Some are going faster. Some are going slower. They're different angles. They're different directions. It's insane what was going on. And then the feed just cuts. And it is down for four days or has been down for four days. Now, it may be back up at the time of this right now or as we're listening into it or whatever but it's down four solid days now it could just be like routine maintenance you know what i mean that shit happens all the time but how weird to see all of these weird anomalous things going on around you and then just kill the video that happens a lot a on lot. iss feed as this well as several other time. feeds i I was watching it one day. The same goddamn thing happened, except it was just one thing. It was just one thing, and it pfft, zips right across, and then pfft, done. Cut the damn thing. They cut the damn thing. I mean, 
It was weird. And I, I pulled it up on a whim. You know what I mean? It's just bizarre to me, bro. But yeah, apparently it's happened again. Um, we also have that- the, um, what's that? No, go ahead and finish what you No, I was just going to say now. the, um, I, I don't have the information in front of me. The Israeli gentleman that came out, uh, God damn it. I don't remember who it was. It's gone forever. It's gone the forever. ISS feed is up right now. Okay, so there you go. 475 people watching it right now. No kidding. Well, the number keeps going down. I don't know. The number keeps Almost going 500 down. people watching. Like it, it looks like it's fluctuating. No, it was the... Uh, uh, it's not the, much to look at. No, not really. There, it was that whole thing. I don't know. Do, we didn't discuss this at all, I don't believe, did we? The former Israeli space security chief says that extraterrestrials definitively oh, exist and that uh, the government, uh, specifically you know Trump and all that stuff, knows about it. Um, but they did say a former Israeli space security chief has sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying that Earthlings have been in contact with extraterrestrials from a quote-unquote galactic federation. The hey, it un- just went blue. What's that? It just went blue. What did? The feed. It just cut again? It, it's blue. There's Not nothing a- there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see anything in the feed like Man. to make it. Maybe it knew something was coming up, coming by. That's so weird. Um, the unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here because, quote, humanity is not ready yet. And this is from Hayem Ishid, 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 whatever, former head of Israeli's Ministry Space Directorate. The interview in Hebrew ran on Friday and gained traction after parts were published in English by the Jerusalem Post on Tuesday. Um but yeah, saying there's there's some really interesting things in here. There is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments. Here is what this guy is saying. They have been waiting until today for humanity, or excuse, probably until the day, uh, humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. Let me ask you this real quick. Let me cut in here and, and yeah, yeah, pose yeah, yeah. a question I have one more that thing, I would ask. And I have one more thing to add, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, this contract we signed. Yeah, it seems bizarre. It, this Whatever it is, this legal, where is it legally binding it's, and what recourse do we have if they break it? This is exactly my point. I'm like, there's no way there's like a signed <laughs> contract, right? I mean, maybe no. they gave us something to sign to make us feel good about ourselves but what does that actually do (laughs) nothing nothing now here's another um quote here although we have yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life nasa is exploring the solar system and beyond to help us answer fundamental questions including whether or not we are alone in the universe now wait a second the universe beyond the horizon um wait that that whole part did not fit into the rest of the article yeah i know i know i'm skipping i'm skipping around. okay yeah yeah, yeah well yeah, no yeah. because it's uh, that part talked about finding life and not having found it but the other part talked about NASA. having found it right and it because was then what this gentleman goes on to say is that nasa 
and this quote-unquote galactic federation are working together now. However, they're not working together necessarily here on Earth. They're working together in an underground base on the planet Mars. Oh. Right. Right. So NASA doesn't know. But apparently NASA is a part of this. Like, our astronauts are working with them in an underground base in Mars. Like, do you see how fucking weird this sounds? Like, ugh. Like, even our buddy Nick Pope does adds a little bit here to this. Uh, Nick, Nick Pope, who used to investigate UFOs for the British Ministry of Defense, described Ished's remark as, quote, extraordinary. He says, either this is some sort of practical joke or publicity stunt to help sell his book, perhaps with something having been lost in translation, or someone in the know is breaking ranks. That is from Nicholas Pope. Who I would trust. We've had Nick on the show. Why? Oh. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's not the... I mean, it's not like it's a new... It, it is... It's not like it's, he's the first politician to say stuff like this. And it's not like it's True. a new theory out there. And it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. <sighs> I just... I, I've, I've yet to hear a convincing argument as to why we have what we are able to offer the aliens yeah is it just that they can abduct us and experiment on us i don't know are we giving them something like maybe that's it's not it wouldn't be money maybe maybe we're giving them materials from our planet maybe uh Maybe they're allowed to dump their waste here. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I don't I, know. Yeah, I've I've argued several times that we can't understand the motives of the aliens if they're out there. So my this wondering a... what they could possibly need from us doesn't necessarily align with that. But <laughs> I mean, this is just it. Yeah. Ished said cooperation agreements have been signed between species, including an underground base in the depths of Mars where there are American astronauts and alien representatives. You know, maybe if they Fuck. if they are only slightly more advanced with the, than us, that they just like within how fifty years got maybe. The, you know maybe the technology to travel here and they're they're not more well, or they're not more spiritual is not the right word. They're not more their civilizations not more advanced. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Advanced civilization is kind of a weird thing. Most yeah. movies about our advanced civilization in the future are all dystopian. And I think there's a reason for that. Right. So I, right. maybe they're not far off from us, man, the technology wise. And they're, you know, at the same, maybe, so maybe we do have something that they need and we, they have something that we, you know, um, I'm telling you, man, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And we've the, said all, this so many times, culture, right? The weird culture with the greys and the abduction stories, if that is the aliens that we're working with, 
then how could we trust any agreement we have with them? And maybe it's just, okay, we'll give you whatever you want as long as you don't attack us. Maybe that's what the agreement says. Maybe. I just, I don't know. Like, we've brought it up numerous times, right? The fact that I I could totally see us being conditioned in some way. We've already been in just the year 2020 alone, have been being very small tidbits, spoon-fed little things here and there. Uh, it's, it's fascinating to me. It's quite obvious that we are not alone in the universe, and the government has done everything except come out and say those exact words. Maybe they have finally gotten to the point where Maybe. The aliens are going to reveal themselves, so they want to be the ones to tell really us about think, them. And it's possible, but then at the maybe same they don't time, have a choice. Because I, I still don't see our powers that be that we know of, and even the like the necessarily the ones I could think of. Why would they tell us? I still don't understand. Here's my that question. Point. Here's here's my question to you, and this I, I want you to answer this as as honestly as you possibly can. Okay, and this is going to be tough, but at the same time, I want you I want you to assess this this scenario with me momentarily. Let's say hypothetically, it is a Thursday night, okay? It is seven o'clock Thursday night. Everybody's done with their dinner for the most part. Maybe families are kind of like gathered around the television set or something. I don't know. And every frequency available to us as far as, like, entertainment, um, our smartphones, right? Our phones, our televisions, radio, satellite radio, all that stuff. It so all the Man starts, of Steel, like, what happened in Man of starts Steel. To, yeah, 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 okay. So it all starts to broadcast this one feed. And on this feed, you see... Let, let's call it five or six very stereotypical looking gray aliens, right? You got five, five or six Mitches, right? That are right here. Fucking. And they, they start talking like, this is who we are. This is where we're from. This is what we're after. Do you see it playing out like <laughs> me personally? I guess I see it. 50% of this country is going to be like, holy shit, fucking aliens are talking to us. 50% of the country is going to be like, holy shit, who has the power to fake this? They're going to they're gonna call bullshit. They're going to think it's completely bullshit. They're going to think it's fake, right? I, I don't know, man. Like, I could say, like, yeah, they would come out and they could do a gigantic broadcast or whatever. And not everybody's going to buy it. Half the people, it's going to be a very war of the worlds type scenario. You got people literally packing up their lives and, and moving into the mountains where they can't be found. Well, they can be found. It's not <laughs> like the Wolverines. The kids aren't going to survive in the mountains with the Russians <laughs> or the aliens out there. But what do you think? How would we handle that? So the broadcast type scenario, right? Like, how would yeah, we handle that? Um, I think that 
okay, in that instance, we have more of a, an immediate threat from those around us than the aliens. Because obviously, if the aliens were just an immediate threat at that point, they wouldn't have announced themselves. They would have just okay. done whatever they were going to do. So sure. at, at that, sure. in that moment, they may become a threat. Yeah. Um, they may have already been a threat and we didn't know, but they wouldn't announce us if they announced themselves in, if they were then just going to attack. They would just start attacking. That's true. I would think. That's uh, would true. would be my thoughts on it. Yeah. So the immediate threat would be those around you. Um, I live in a bigger city, but not in the center of the city. I could right. probably get out of it pretty quickly if I wanted to. Actually, I know I could. Um, I don't know where I would go. It would be it would be me. all dependent on what's going on. You I come see me. You go. come see me, buddy. <laughs> you know where I it, live. It, it would be fun. the most direct route to go straight to you. I would yeah. have to go around the city in a way, but um, give me a call. I'd be like, I'm already cleaning my guns, pal. Let's go. Let's do. No, this. so <laughs> my. I mean, the smart move in any, um, not in any, in most instances where you want to get away and survive, is to go north. Yeah. Because if you know how to survive in the cold, there will be less people to contend with. Sure. Because most people are going to go south to stay warm. Right. Of course, there are several things that could happen, not alien-wise or for whatever reason, that you don't want to go north. But um, I I don't know. I, I'm a shelter-in-place until I feel I can't shelter-in-place kind of person. So, I wouldn't just immediately head for the hills. So that's now, my point, if, though. Like, what well, if they're saying right now. they don't seem hostile, okay, on this broadcast or whatever. They do not seem hostile. They say this is who we are. This is where we're from. This is what we're about, and this is what we're after. We, you know, basically are after just uh, some form of camaraderie with not just like America, but I mean the world, okay? Like just some kind of form of camaraderie. Now, what do you do? Do you just sit? I. Do you believe it? So if it happens right now. Right fucking now. Right now. We just said we got two weeks. <laughs> I, I, um, with my resources that I have right now, and, and I would stay where I'm at and probably just keep doing what I'm doing because what can you do? Maybe I start preparing what I feel I may have to do with the new situation. Kill your family? No, yeah. Like the mist. Um, All right, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so in that situation, if there's no immediate threat, right? I may, I, I do have some places that I could bug out to that are close. Yeah, that would be my first jumping off point if I had to leave the house. Sure. Um, and I hope, I hope actually to have other places in the future that I can go to. Uh, it's all about getting there and make sure my family gets there with me. Right. Um, 
But in that situation, there's there's not a whole lot you can do. Just don't freak out and make sure that the people around you aren't freaking out as much too. Yeah. If you're in a, if you're in an area where the majority of people might freak out, you may want to f- go stay with a friend. Here's or, I think what would really it's all freak a, people a matter out. Matter of the moment, you can prepare all you want for any kind of thing, right? But you you have to be you you can't just have the same you can't have the same plan for every single thing no and you don't even have to have all these different plans you just have to be aware in the moment if your plan is good or not and be able to change your plan and not follow through just because it's your only plan sure wise advice for any situation i guess i think you know what it would really freak people out if they were unable then let's say the broadcast ends right and then they're unable to use their phones no cell phone in america works any longer no cell phone in the world works any longer now people panic Right. Well, and I would say now, for I good reason because whether or not because despite they what they just exactly because no matter what they just said, why don't our phones work? Right? Yeah, whether or not they purpose. So let's say now that they nefarious. that they accidentally broke the cell system with their broadcast. Okay. Then the people around you are going to be much more of a threat. Because they're freaking out. Correct. Because now it seems nefarious. It seems like what they just did was on purpose. Well, yeah, because even if they were to say, well, we're doing it for your own good because humanity needs to grow out of this. I don't like that either. You can't just and this is a political viewpoint. You can't just force your will on others. Correct. And say it's out of making it better for them. You have to show them that it's better for them and then let them accept it. You can't just make it happen. Correct. You shouldn't do it that way. Man, I'm telling you. You know for a fact, like I will be on the phone with you. You know this. Uh Yeah. I'll be in the fetal position in some corner of my house, probably sucking my thumb. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. So what what you're saying is is I have to make sure I get my family to my safe place, and then I have to come get you and bring you to my no, safe place. No, I could count no. on you getting you there too. Right? No, like what I'm saying is you should probably just get your family and just immediately come my direction. It'll be fine. Like we'll. We'll quarantine together, bud. We'll bug out together, buddy. It'll be fine. Bug out at the manor. Hey, why not? There's that ten... place would be decent to fortify. It in would a small be. town like that. Exactly. I'm like, you know, it could be. It could be pretty sweet. It could be pretty sweet. You have all kinds of booby traps. Set God up. damn right! It'd be like Home Alone on steroids, <laughs> my friend. Come on up. It'll be fine. So why don't we take a little break and and think about where we would place those booby traps, and then we'll come back. And the ISS feed keeps going in and out. Does it really? Um, See, I, it, it makes me it wonder. Ch- something changed 
on it too, like a piece of equipment that was in view, see, no longer in view. That's what makes me wonder if it wasn't some like just routine maintenance, right? It was just really, really strange. Well, it's blue timing. again, so I mean, it, it Very was blue strange. for like five minutes. Then it came back, and one of the panels or whatever was not there anymore. Then it oh. glitched a couple times, and now it went back to blue. Jesus. Um, but so we'll we'll talk about the story that never goes away, even though that the main guy is dead. Ooh, we'll talk about that when when we come back from break. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, peeps, welcome back. Round two, Ectoplasm Show. Now, Koopsik, before before we did the uh, the whole breakity break thing there, mm-hmm. you, you were saying something. What were you saying? I was saying we're going to talk about the story that just won't die. Yes. Even though the guy has died. Yes. Let's do this. The treasure. Yes. Still still in the headlines. (laughs) And he's laughing his ass off right now. Yeah. Uh, So the headline is, Finn Treasure Finder finally comes forward. This is from last week. Okay. Uh, We haven't talked about it. So the Forest Finn... Forrest Finn hit a treasure of $2 million and left his clues. Tens of thousands took it over or looked for it over the past decade. Few died in the process. Finally, someone found it just a few months before he died. God in heaven. Without revealing the finder's identity. So now, if the guy, anybody could come out and say, I found it, I guess. Um, You should do a TikTok on that. She'd be like, it was me, bitches. <laughs> uh-huh. like, oh, how did uh, so you it's, find it, Koopsik? It's science, bitches. Just like that. Uh, yeah. This fucking thing uh, writes itself. It's easy. <laughs> his name is Jack Mehoff. Sorry, what? <laughs> Jack Stoof. Stoof. I liked Mehoff. S-T-U-E-F. I liked Mehoff better. Um... And the name of the Finn Treasure Finder... Wait, what? What? I thought it was Jack Me Off. 
I mean, <clears throat> sorry, Jack, whatever. Um, it says that, okay, so the, the end of the previous paragraph says, will this be the end of the story for Forrest Finn and Finn? His name is Jack Stoof is in quotes. So maybe it's a quote from something else. I His don't name know. is quote unquote Jack Stoof. So maybe that's a well, no, alias. Maybe because the next line says, and the name of the Finn treasure finders finder. Oh, okay. So the person that found. Oh, for fuck's sake. The person sake. that found. Is a writer for Outside Magazine. The finder of the finder. Yeah. Wow. Is Daniel Barbacy some writer? Uh, the path Jack Stoof took to becoming a treasure hunter was almost as interesting as the quest, including the reasons he gave for finally agreeing to reveal himself through Daniel. Interesting. It's, oh, that's Forrest Finn. Uh, quote, I've probably thought about it at least a couple hours a day every day since I learned about it every day. So I guess he's talking about the treasure. Oh, probably. Uh, huh. Forrest Finn survived cancer and became inspired to hide part of his fortune in the Rocky Mountains in 2010, leaving a verbal treasure map in his memoir in the form of a 24-line poem. God. Uh, as the hidden treasure became known, tens of thousands became aware from casual onlookers to daredevil hunters who risk and sometimes lost their lives. Yeah, dude. There's a link here. Let's see. So bad. Do they ever Fifth, have like a copy like of the poem? five people died. Damn. Do they have a copy of this poem that he wrote? I'm sure it's still online. Yeah. What was this fucker's name? Forrest Finn. Ouch. He says, the Stoof says that the hunt consumed his life. Ooh. By God, there's old Forrest Finn right there. Howdy, howdy. He said he found the treasure chest on Saturday, June 6, 2020 in Wyoming. He went straight to Finn's New Mexico home. And the what? quest was over. Finn released the news to the media, but refused to give the name of the finder or where the treasure was found. So he's from Michigan. He's a Michigan guy, huh? Yeah. A Michigan. He's in a hiding place in the northwest corner of Wyoming, which is... Hold on. Northwest Wyoming. I'm looking. At I the guess map that's right here, technically yeah. close to the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, but it's not north. Oh, northwest. Sorry, I was looking in the northeast. Northwest is where Yellowstone is. So it was in Yellowstone or around there. Yeah, I was looking at north northeast. I um, wish I could see this a little better. It says I. As I have gone along in there, and with my treasure bold, I can keep my secret where, and hint of riches new and old. See, it's such a weird font. Anyway, um, begin it where warm waters halt, and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below... The home of Brown. Hmm. 
From there, it's no place for the for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Um, I don't know what this says. Something heavy loads and water high. So if you let's see, if you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down. You're quite your quest to cease. So it looks like this may still be ongoing, and we this may not be the very last time we talk about this wow. treasure, dude. I'm telling you, like, <clears throat> because no, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very cryptic. Um, it looks like there's some stuff going on with it. Like uh, there's still Barbacy reveals a trick he employed to contact the unknown finder after Stoof wrote an anonymous ode to Finn on Medium. While Stoof agreed to communicate, he refused to let Barbacy uh, reveal his identity until he became involved in a lawsuit against the Finn estate filed by Chicago real estate attorney Barbara Anderson, who alleged that she knew the real location of the treasure. She claimed it was in New Mexico. And the unnamed solver had hacked her text. Oh, he's being sued by a lady who claims that Stoof hacked her texts and emails and found it first, changing the location to cover his hack. Wow. Uh, The suit would involve Finn's heirs who knew his identity and would likely be forced to reveal it. So Stoof let Barbacy tell his story. What? Complete with photos of him with the Finn and the treasure. So she claimed before she before anybody even knew yeah. <coughs> who Stoof was, she filed a lawsuit against the Finn family for paying out to somebody who had hacked her phone and email. God. Dude, this is crazy. Huh. It's so he says that he won't completely identify where he found it because quote it's not an appropriate place to become a tourist destination it has huge meaning to forest and i don't want to see it destroyed oh which is probably true if he put out that this is where i found it people are gonna i mean look what happened with this stupid monolith yeah which one um now there's like 20 of the first one yeah (laughs) yeah because that disappeared, um, didn't it, my friend? It disappeared, right? Yeah, it disappeared because, and I would have done the same thing. People from the area got pissed off oh, yeah. at all of the trampling of the surrounding area and all the litter and trash being left behind oh. by people going out there. Damn. And I did. I don't know if this part is true because I didn't look into it, but somebody claims that they found, they could see that monolith on google earth images from five years ago and uh, an artist company came out or artist group or something came out and claimed to have put it up Uh, i didn't read into it more Hmm. i i i'm not really that interested in the thing anymore because one it 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 was obviously wasn't alien right Um, right and now any of them that pop up is just a meme of the last one Correct. Oh uh, so God. yeah, so there that lawsuit's still going on apparently. No, uh, I guess yeah. I don't. Uh, I guess I don't blame the guy for not wanting to uh, tell like where it was, you know, where he found it. 
I get it. Huh. It's interesting, though. I don't know. Like, again, like, I don't think this is the last that we've heard of it. That's for sure. But may, I don't know what it sounds like is this guy actually found the shit. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't have to tell anybody. True. I, I probably wouldn't have told anybody. No, you just grab the stuff and laugh all the way to the bank or what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? It doesn't matter. Koopsik, where'd you get that car? doesn't matter. <laughs> You care. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> I'll fund your filming projects if you keep your mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My filming projects, it costs like $1,000 each. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. philanthropy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Not real philanthropy. It's not like you're super needy. No, not really. I pretty much have everything I need. Pretty much. Oh, my God. We need to go on a treasure hunt. <gasps> we need to hide an ecto treasure. That's what but I was We need to figure say. out how to do it without being sued, apparently. You know, there's a lot of people that do geocaching, right? Yeah, and I've done geocaching yeah. before. It kicked. We um, have a geocache site right in our front yard. Really? Yes, we do. Yes. Do you ever want to just like move it a little bit? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on but the no, other side of the yard. I will say this like when they initially approached me and asked if this was okay, I said absolutely. And I watched them, you know, hide it or whatever. And I got to tell them like they did a damn fine job. They did a very good job. Um but it's interesting like how many people have come to the manor geocaching and then they stay for like a tour. And all that stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. We need to do something like that. What would we hide? We'd fly, we'd hide some El Yucateco gear, which we forgot to mention at the beginning we of this episode. We do that. And maybe some Podbelly gear? Yeah. And other gear that we can't quite talk about yet. <laughs> Wait, well, so we we could technically we could talk about it because they haven't necessarily said that we can't. They they are I thing thought... just doesn't become active until mm. the first. So we did pick up a new sponsor. Yes, we did. It is Manscaped, and we will have some. Um, we'll We're be giving have... away some goodies. We're gonna and have we'll some very in depth promo code for you to use to get money off. Oh, yeah. Go check them out. We don't want to say too much because we don't know where. You know what we right. can and can't say yet at the moment, right. but we did pick up a new sponsor. Yep, it, it, I can't wait to talk about like the reviews. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like you and me, your your own there. reviews. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be talking. We'll be talking. Trust me on that. You tried anything yet, pal? <laughs> no, Damn, I come on. I You're just killing I've me. been busy now. No. So I also I hurt my back over the weekend and I could barely do anything. I don't want to like yeah, nick yeah. myself. Don't want to slip. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you uh you saw this. There's the no nick guarantee though, my friend. Oh yeah. Well, I I'm going to take my time with Oh, you really, got to like, Oh, you got to finesse I, that shit, baby. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> you, you don't want to rush that job. You don't want to rush that job. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. 
when are you coming up here again? What is that? I'm coming up here, up there in two and a half, two weeks and two days. Two weeks, two days. Well, you better be, you better be having a fresh cut by the time you get here. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you gonna hold me down and force me? No, 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 no. It'll be fine. I'm kind of excited about this, though. I'm excited. It'll be fun. The guys. So, what's that? What were we gonna say? Before we before we move on, yeah. Do you think if it comes flat out? So I I would honestly I would probably be one of those people. That would say this is bullshit. Yeah. I would and too. I would too. I, do you think that they are setting us up to be afraid with of some big reveal that they are planning that it's some kind of possible red flag? Maybe. Yes. I hmm. let me make it perfectly clear. Like I don't hmm. Would I be scared? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I guess it might depend on the message, right? But then, then you think about stupid fucking shows or whatever. I forget even what the show was called. But it was like the aliens were supposed to be all nice and everything. And they like gained the trust of all the humans. V. It was called them V. Up. That was it. And who was the, who was the head alien chick that was all hot? Who was that? <laughs> who was that? Looking all hot. I don't know who it was. Hmm. Ridiculous. That's what terrifies me. Was it called me. V or 5? No, I think it was I never v. actually watched it. I think I it was called V. I think it was V. It was V. Huh. It's like I don't know who to trust anymore, Koopsik. I don't know what to do. Oh, I, I said it at the top of the show. Hashtag trust no one. <laughs> That's true. You really did. I have that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I have so you can't see it but the people on if this video ever gets put out like I am recording the video that picture right there I'm pointing at it says at the bottom trust no one and it's signed Dean Haglin oh nice um, very nice him in his Ramon shirt Ooh. from the X-Files love it yeah I've had that for a few years now I love it Sad I didn't get to meet him this year. But yeah. It is it is. Yeah. I was going to get to meet him. Fingers crossed. I saw him on a... I wasn't watching the show, but I saw him on a clip with Josh Gates. Really? I think he, I think he was on Josh Gates, one of Josh Gates' show this year. Oh, well, that's cool. Josh Gates. When I first saw Josh Gates, I thought he was such a big douchebag. He probably is such a big douchebag, but I have he no does... Idea fucking everything if there's one person in the paranormal field on tv that i'm jealous of it's josh gates why is that because he gets to explore all these cool yeah, like, ruins and all this, all this stuff? shit he gets yes. to do whatever he wants you could do it too for the most part you could, could do it too but I, I don't have the money to do it <laughs> nobody has the money to it's all imaginary dollars i want to go travel to antarctica he got to go to antarctica yeah 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 Look, we've talked numerous times about Antarctica and all the weird shit that's going on there. I think you would do well. I think you would do well. I think it was just a couple weeks ago, in fact, that we talked about Antarctica. And the pyramid. Yeah. There was a pyramid or a series of pyramids or whatever that were there. Yeah. I I, 
I think I don't think I have enough money to make it there right now. Probably not. Probably not. I I would be close, but I would be bankrupt and without a job. Yeah, but I mean, it's a leap of faith, right? A leap of faith. Listen to me. When I first so you'll make shot, it back alive. Listen to me very carefully. When I first shot a brush with evil, the very first film, how much did that film cost me? I don't know. If you were to say twelve thousand dollars, you would be correct. Wow. Stupid amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was that mostly equipment? Yeah. And travel mm-hmm. and lodging and food yeah. and all that shit. But yeah. So then then I figured out how to to shoot a documentary film with okay, so I went and bought a camera and some lenses and then another camera and some more lenses and some lights and things like that. And I figured out how to make a documentary without spending all that money. You know what I mean? We just got to figure out how to get you to Antarctica. That's what we need to do. I think, I think the first step is to go to the desert and that'll be the jumping off point for Antarctica. Yes. Yes. Technically Antarctica is a big desert. It is. Absolutely. It's colder than nuts. Uh-huh. Colder than nuts. That actually is a good segue into our this month's extension. So unfortunately, yes. Evernote deleted my account for some reason, and I lost where I was with our last Mississippi UFO 70s uh. extension. So the part two, honestly, it wouldn't have been much more than it already was. It would have True. been content but we kind of got to the meat of it in the first first one i love it when you get to the meat yes <laughs> yeah well we're gonna it. get to the your meat whoa um it's not that i don't think that we've ever really got into on the show and, and it's understandable because you want people to go out and watch a brush with evil and learn that story there but i figure yeah our patrons you know, they're already paying customers. Exactly. I want to hear, in your words, and it, it could be summed up, it could be stretched out as long as you want, what exactly happened to you at Workman's Chapel oh. that you filmed your first documentary and wrote your first, because the book was first, yeah. that you wrote your book about. Yeah. So that's what our extension for this month. And it may turn into a whole episode. Who knows how long we'll record for it. But yeah, that's that's what our Patreon-exclusive content for this month is going to be Sexy. and josh didn't know that until i didn't right now. i didn't until just now um speaking of which guys if you are uh subscribers or whatever to viddy space i have a new film that's debuting on february the <coughs> the 18th excuse me i had to check the calendar real quick february or excuse me what is this friday the 18th so in two days viddy space you can check that out. It is called in two days. Two days. It is called intelligent design. So you can, you said uh, February the. 18th. I did. I fucked up. It's it's fe- Friday. Friday okay. the eighteenth in two All days. Right. In two days from when we record this. So Friday the eighteenth, Viddy Space, new film premiering that night. So yes. And what's it about? Ah, uh, <laughs> um, proving the existence of a creator using math. How about that? Ah, okay. It's really fucked up. I think I knew you were working on that. You did. A smidge. Yeah. You did a smidge. But yeah. 
I went down some rabbit holes. Had a lot of fun. But yeah. All right, peeps. Well, on that happy little note, we are going to talk to you later. If you guys are uh, subscribers to Patreon, we'll be seeing you very soon. But thank you guys very much. We'll talk to you later. Peace out.